good Sunday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Rise, presented by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG, waiting on the boss BJ to step into the studio uh, so we can get this thing rolling. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, we've been on hiatus since last Sunday after a pretty good win over a young Bengals team by my Washington football team. So we took a week off and, you know, life came into play and uh, the big job, you know, things like that. So we had to take all of that into consideration, knock that down. Now we're back. So feels good, uh, especially for me. Being as though my boys won on Thursday big over the hated Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and the boss BJ has stepped into the the, the studio. That's right, baby. I'm here live. I'm here live, ready to get this show on the road. What's going on, KG? Nothing much, man. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. Was letting everybody know, uh, you know, we took the, the week off after Sunday, and we got everything right. So, yeah, yeah. It was um, – I'm not going to say – I don't want to say it was a trying week like we had, you know – major emergencies or anything but you know just life happens and you know we just had to because we wanted to do the big nba show tuesday which we'll still try to do for this week um just try to get everybody scheduled together um but i know you're super happy because your boys beat the cowboys yes indeed two games in a row um we won two games in a row two games in a row this season for the first time, but we also swept the Cowboys this year. So I am extremely happy with that. And you said that's the first time since 2012 when we were talking, right? Yes, sir. First time and, since 2012. And and I know you felt some type of way a couple of weeks ago when I asked you about the playoffs. And that was right after that show. That was the week Cal Allen broke his leg. Mm-hmm. But, but now, realistically, and <laughs> I mean, it's on paper. Y'all are first place in the division. Now, you know, everybody knows that this is the worst division in football. But saying that, if you're if you're just not not looking at it as a Washington football fan, if you're just looking at it from a football perspective, KG, I think this team right here is turning the corner at the perfect time. They got all the bullshit out the way the first half of the season. They got all the kinks that, you know, losing quarterbacks, benching Dwayne, trying to figure things out. So now you got your mainstay, number 11, Alex Smith there to run the ship right now. You got um, Gibson, which is a stud. Okay. The boy's a touchdown machine. The only thing I think this this team is missing is someone to compliment Terry McLaurin. If they could get somebody to break, and I think that that per, I really think that person is on the roster. I think they just have to figure out a way to get them more involved in the play calling, have the play calling towards their strengths. If they could get somebody to to open up that offense outside of Terry McLaurin, you, I think this team is is going is winning the division, brother. Now. You said something that's absolutely true. You said that the, the complimentary piece is on the roster. And don't don't shoot me for this. But I know who the complimentary piece is. Talk to me. It's also talk to me. <laughs> it's Cam Sims. And I, I look you you know what? You gave me red airback uh vibes because I hear you, you sparking up a, a, a stick there. Oh yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I feel I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good on this Sunday. My stick went out, me talking, running my mouth. So I had to fire that thing back up. I was waiting. I already know who it is. I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. So if they could just stay, this is week 12. Um, 
they got a nice rest because they played on Thanksgiving. So they got a nice rest period, which is perfect for this time of the year at the end of the season when you're nicked up, when you're banged up. My boys are coming off of Bowie, the Buffalo Bills. They needed it because they were nicked up, banged up, players playing on half a leg. Uh, they had to shut John Brown for th- down for three weeks. His ankle still bothering him. At this point, it's like when you have players like that that are important to your offense and they're nicked up, man, let them sit down. Now, because like right now, you're in a good position where you, you kind of know what you got. You know you want to get a ball to Gibson and let him do his thing. You know what Alex Smith can do for you. So other than that, you're just trying to work out some kinks. You try, like I said, you're trying to get somebody opposite of McLaurin that can spark a fire. Um, but other than that, yeah, y'all are in a very – I'm not saying that because I follow the team. I'm not saying that because we're local. Because we, you know, we're trying to get an invite down to Ashburn to do some interviews. I'm not trying to say – that for anything. I'm just saying, like, right now, if you if you give me a choice, do you want to be stumbling and fumbling the beginning half of the season and then get it together at the end? I, that's what I'm going to choose. I Because I've seen it too many times on the opposite end, especially in Buffalo, 4-0, 5-1, 5-2, then it all falls apart. I've seen it too many times. So I think right now, Barring no injuries or anything like that, y'all in a very good position because KG down in, oh, I'm not going to say down, up in Philly, might be seeing a quarterback change soon. Hey, word on the street, Jalen Hurts took a a lot of uh, first-team reps this week. So, yeah, but I've said it for the longest. And for once, I think somebody has to believe me. Carson Wentz is not the quarterback everybody thought him was thought he was when they ran Nick Foles out of town the first time he wasn't when they ran uh Foles out of town the second time he still wasn't and we got the man of the hour Delonte calling in what's good fellas what's good fellas hey son what's going on what's going on D not much man just landed in Denver uh, probably about an hour ago, just waiting on my uniform. You know what I'm saying? Trying to see what, what number they're going to give me. Hey, man. And play. Hey, you, you at this point, you can pick your You want number seven, you can have that. Yeah, they pretty need much. bad. Yeah, because uh, we got two what quarterback choices. Is it Freeman or is Hinton? Man. It's a bloodbath. It's going to be a tough – y'all play the Saints, right? Yeah, <laughs> of all teams. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough, tough day today. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a exorcist, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the, Pet Cemetery. And see, the only only thing that helps y'all is that Drew Brees is still not playing. You know, you got Taysom Hill. If you – you know, if you could just – it's going to be defense and run game today. If you can get that going, I'm not going to say that – I'm not going to say it confidently, but, you know – Defense, run game, that's always the formula to win. If you can get that going, some some run pass option. I mean, I, Taysom Hill ain't really proved me nothing. So, But you know what, gentlemen? The whole left side of the Saints offensive line is out today. Their left tackle, their left guard, out. And, they, and that's another mm. thing. This COVID is, is hurting a lot of teams, and we haven't brought up the big Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, everybody's out for the Ravens. I forgot how many they're up to now, but Lamar's 18. not playing. Yeah, 18. Lamar's mm-hmm. not playing. So you basically pencil that went in for the Steelers. Yeah, this this might be the end for, uh, for Baltimore. So to be quite honest with you, I had that, that, that game penciled in for uh, Pittsburgh anyway because I wanted it that way. I said it Sunday night. On our last show, we did uh, the Redskins – well, I'm sorry, the Washington football team post-game. And I said that I wanted to win Sunday against Cincinnati. I wanted to win Thursday against Dallas. I wanted the uh, the Steelers to beat the Ravens. And I wanted to walk into Pittsburgh with them undefeated and punch that gorilla in the mouth. It can still happen. And, and, and here's, here's something else no one's talking about. Cleveland is 
right behind Baltimore. So this is this is this is going to hurt Baltimore. This is going to this is going to hurt. Yes, this is this is going to hurt Baltimore. Wait, they are in second. I thought they were in third. Mm-mm. No, it's uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, then Baltimore. Oh, so this is something KG and I got to give him his credit. He was just a couple seasons late. This is yeah. something KG been saying for the last two seasons. Watch out for Cleveland. Watch out for Cleveland. And I hate saying this, but I have to say it. It's the elephant in the room. They got rid of a distraction. Unfortunately, he got hurt. When I'm not going to say his name, everybody knows his name. Mm-hmm. And now this team quietly is playing so much better. And if I'm the Cleveland GM, you got to get rid of number 13. Oh, yeah. You have you have to at this point because now there are no distractions. They're, they're playing consistent on offense. It looked like Baker's having a little bit of fun again, trying to get his groove back. And now, quietly, the Cleveland Browns are fighting for a wild card spot because I don't think they're going to catch Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and, and don't get me wrong, look, 10-0, you got to give them their credit. A lot of people are down in there 10-0, oh, this person was hurt, or oh, they played this team. And look, you, you play what you dealt. You play what you dealt. You have to win those games. And – Right now, Pittsburgh put themselves in the position that they're 10-0. So you got to give them their props. It is what it is. Um, I don't think that, you know, barring Big Ben getting hurt or something, I don't think Pittsburgh is going to rel- relinquish that lead. Uh, what are they, AFC North? I think they, they're they pretty much going to – what, what is Cleveland, Delonte? 7-3? Yep, 7-3. I mean, it, it can happen. It can happen. Pittsburgh will have to – have a major trip up at the end here for Cleveland to, to overtake them. And I just don't see that happening. I know uh, it's going to be a big game. I don't, I think it's next week. Is, is, is Bill still is next week? Yep. That's going to be a big game. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. My bad. My Washington bad. Steelers is next week. Okay. Yeah. Washington is still is next week. Um, I know Bill Steelers is coming up. So that that's going to be a huge game for both teams. And Buffalo needs it more than Pittsburgh if if they come into I don't know where they play it, but wherever it is, if, if Pittsburgh is still undefeated, they're gonna have a stranglehold in the AFC and that number one seed. Um and then, you know, Kansas City's gonna be looking at that game because they only one loss. So, you know, everybody's looking at, you know, that game, that Buffalo Pittsburgh game, that's gonna be a big game. I, I don't know if it's prime time or not, but um yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be big, fellas. Um, what else we got news as far as uh, uh, NFL-wise, KG? Well, fi- finally, uh, Matt Patricia has been fired. Let, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's two years too late. But after going, let me get this right, in three years, he went 13-29-1. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. Now, in the last two seasons of Jim Caldwell – he went nine and seven and nine and seven and was fired with a winning record. And Never in my life have ever seen that. Fired with a win, winning record, trying to trying to get the team in the right direction, trying to put his stamp on it. And De- Detroit, you know, I, I have never met a Lions fan in my life, but to all the Lions fan out there, you know, and, and if this isn't too towards y'all per se, it's more towards the organization. This is what they deserve. Because you fired a really good coach, a really good, really good guy. To hell with skin color. Good coach, really good guy. Getting it, trying to get the team in a direction. When you when you finish nine and seven, you're a middle of the pack team. You got to make a little tweak here and there. You know what I'm saying? Get maybe another piece here to get you to that, you know, that 11, 12 win mark, winning the division, getting a, um, getting a. Um, you know, uh, uh, winning a division, getting to buy in the playoffs and stuff. You got to work towards that, just like Buffalo's work towards that, just like, you know, Washington is trying to rebuild, you know. So you you give a coach two seasons, especially when they're making progress and you can them. It's just this is this is just it's karma. But yet they ran to go get Matt Patricia. They ran to go get him and finish. I mean, what was his record last season? Um 
KG. It was hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. It was three and twelve and three one. And, three twelve and one. And he didn't get fired. No. But let, let me let me let me throw this at you. And this is I was looking this up. If you're in the kitchen making a bowl of cereal, I I I need one too. <laughs> But I need uh, – let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is that? Jim Caldwell coached the Lions for four seasons. He was 11-5 and five his first year, 7-9, and 9-7, and 9-7. And he had – out of those four years, he had two playoff, uh, two playoff appearances. And you fire a guy that, that got you a winning record three out of four years. I'm, but same thing happened in Indy. He did three seasons in Indy as the head coach, fourteen and two, ten and six. Then the season where Peyton Manning didn't play, and they pretty much sucked for luck. He was two and fourteen for them to fire him. It, it's frustrating because it's like you know, I don't know, man. It, it's like. If I remember correctly, you know, I don't follow Detroit, but they they didn't make any moves in four years while Caldwell was there that would be like, hey, we're we're serious about contending. Never. Yeah, and that's, that's, you know, like I said, I don't follow the team, but I know they didn't make, you know, hey, I, you know, we nine and seven. All right, we need this to get over the hump. We need this to get over. We need that. They kept rolling out the same team every year. You know, plus a, a draft pick here and there. Um, they traded away uh, Slay, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. He's in Philadelphia now, I believe. So, you know, I just don't – sometimes you, you look at a team and you just scratch your head and be like, this is what was needed for the coach and the GM because the GM was responsible to go crawl into New England to go get Matt Patricia. So, bye. You know, it, 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 hopefully Detroit has learned some type of lesson here and ready to make some real moves, get a real coach in there. Uh, not somebody that, you know, looks like a coach. Because KG, when, Matt, when they when they hired Matt Patricia, remember they kept talking about all the interviews about, man, why do you have that pencil in your ear? Mm-hmm. Not – you know, what are your plans for Detroit and, we, you know, this, that, and the other. I mean, they were just they were just drooling over this guy. I'm like, this guy ain't done nothing but be on Bill Belichick's staff. But, you know. All right, so, fellas, with that being said, who would you like to see go to Detroit and replace Matt Patricia? I'm gonna go with Dur- who they got, Daryl Bevel. I've been waiting to see what he could do as a head coach. Remember, he was the the top assistant in uh, Seattle, and everybody talked about how he should be the coach here in Washington. He should have been the coach in Atlanta. He should have been the coach here. I want to see what he's got, and that this would be his tryout. Lead an interim tag on him, but if he doesn't work out, go ahead and get Eric Bieniemy. My man, I was going to say. Eric being to me, like, look, if you if you feel like you got somebody from within, you always try to pr- promote within. I definitely, you know, am a fan of that. But it did now. I don't know. Did Matt Patricia put this staff together, or did he inherit the staff? I believe he had total autonomy and put the whole staff together. Okay. All right. So with that being said, I might want to make a call to Eric being. That's that's who that's who I want to see get a head coaching job next, or Steve Wilkes if he can get a real shot because he didn't get a real shot last year or he teased him before in um, Arizona. He had a trash ass quarterback drafted to him, and then with the trash ass quarterback they fired him. So. Steve Wilkes, Eric Bieniemy, it's a couple of other coaches that I can't uh, – I don't have a list in front of me, but I would like to see – get a shot of that. What's next, KG? Uh, what else we got? Oh, well, we, we touched on a little bit. Let's talk about the Ravens. Um, 
the Ravens Pittsburgh game, which I thought was going to be the best game. I was glad it was in primetime on Thursday, uh, was postponed to Sunday, 115. More positive tests came up, postponed again to Tuesday night. Um, I don't know. I don't know how if that's game if that game is going to be played because if it's going to be played on Tuesday, I'm down for it because it puts the Steelers in a vulnerable position for Sunday because they got to play us on Sunday. So, but I'm, that's me being selfish. Uh, being quite honest, I, what can you do to stop? the the spread of this virus through these facilities the way it's running through so fast um i would if i'm the nf if i'm the nfl i go go to the, the teams that haven't had any problems yet or ha- have had the least amount of problems and try to figure out what they're doing um i mean other than that other than you know making sure you know, we talking about billion dollar teams worth millions and billions of dollars. I'm sure they're cleaning the facilities. Um, is it coming down to some of the guys maybe not taking it as seriously as they should with no mat? You know, not wearing the mask, not protecting themselves during practice and working out and being in close contact. Um, you know, like we saw, you know, multiple teams get fined for you know the head coaches not wearing the mask for. COVID-19 violations. So, I mean, have uh, – there's a couple of teams that haven't had an issue, right? Uh, Buffalo is, is one. I haven't heard uh, much. Bu- bu- Buffalo, Buffalo had a couple of cases, but very small. Um, yeah. we, we lost our whole tight end, um, active tight ends, three, all three tight ends. We had to bring up uh, two – I one from the practice squad and another one from somewhere else. We lost all of them. Um, I believe I want to say Josh Norman was put on COVID nineteen yeah, IR. You're right. You're right. Um, but but it, you know it's very very small doses. It's not like the Ravens. Like you said, the Ravens are up to eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans had a big problem. New England had a problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah it's, it's it's definitely kg this is gonna have to go to and figure out what these other teams are doing that's keeping the numbers down and 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 on top of that the COVID, now san francisco can't even play in their home stadium did y'all hear about that yep. yeah they can't yeah can't practice like um it's, it's that's that's a huge issue so now the 49er i forgot who they play next but now they had to find some place to play because that was a home game. So that that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, play against you know, the, the Rams. The Rams. Oh no, that's so it's, it's a away game. It's a away game. It's an away game. Okay, so ne- yep. they're next. I think they have two upcoming home games. They have to figure out because that's not the NFL's doing. That's the city of San Francisco right. sh- shutting everything down. So now they have to figure out where they're going to play at. I mean, look, they, I don't think that's going to be an issue. They can just go to um, probably the, the 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 next closest place to play would be the L.A. the Rams Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah, the Rams or um, if the Rams, you know, being a little you know shicey, maybe they go and go to Arizona or you know they they they'll find some places. It's just this COVID thing is a real real uh, you know is 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 on top of being dangerous, it's just an inconvenience and it's it's killing everything, man. As far as let me rephrase that. It's shutting down a lot of stuff. So yeah, gotta be careful with the words. I didn't mean to say it's killing everything. But um yeah, it, 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 it's it's a it's it's a bummer, man. It really is. It's it's affecting sports, um, it's affecting travel, it, you know, Thanksgiving that just passed, people not being able to um gather like you normally would. You're watching mm-hmm. pictures pictures on uh, on social media of the grandparents having to outside a window to see their grandbabies like this shit is crazy man i'm gonna say this um i and, and, and you know like there were two maybe three uh sets of vaccines that's about to hit the streets i wouldn't be surprised 
if um, a lot of mandates start taking place in terms of if you have to, if you want to travel, you got to take the vaccine. A lot of these pro athletes, they're going to try to get them to take the vaccine. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of like mandatory uh, in, in regards to these vaccines that's coming out. And that's kind of, that's kind of uh, worrisome as well, because, you know, you know, most vaccines, it, it take like a year or so, you know, just for them to like fully be. Did we lose the long time? KG? Y'all still in? Did we lose? Nah, I, I, we went dead for a second. Can you hear me? Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, everything went dead for a second. I thought we lost connection. Man, because I, 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 everything just got too quiet. We lost. It looked like we lost Delonte. Yeah. He was talking and it just everything went quiet. Um, Man, I forgot I had a good. Good point to bring up. KG, what was you about to say? Well, you know, with this whole COVID-19 thing, um, and, you know, you guys talking about the vaccines and everything, we'll talk off air about how I feel about the vaccines, you know. But it's, look how it's affected. And with sports-wise, look how it's affected the Denver Broncos. And that's what I wanted to hear Delonte's thoughts on. Because they don't have any quarterback. They had to go to the practice squad and get a quarterback. I mean, they could have made a phone call and got a quarterback right then and there and flew him in last night. But uh, That horse is dead. Yeah, apparently. Because it's like nobody – they'll look to – teams will look to guys that are not not even has-beens. They're not even never – they're never wases. And they're looking at them to play quarterback when it's talented guys on the street. But it's not just quarterback. It's different positions where you got guys on the street. And it's happened before. This is not the first time it's happened. Uh, look at Ocho Cinco. He sat on the street for a while. And nobody picked him up. Which actually pissed me off. Because I'm like, he still could play. But, you know, once you get blackballed, that's it. But well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about the whole vaccine thing, and then we'll move on. It, it's amazing to me that in just less than a year, and like Delonte says, it's three vaccines on the horizon, and you know, with all this COVID thing stuff going on in sports and in life in general, you know, it's it's definitely oh, you take a risk every time you leave the house now these states that were so quick to jump to phase one and phase two of opening, phase three, you know, some states and, you know, uh, trying to sue cities for the mass mandates and stuff. Now everything is jumping back up. So KG, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, brother. Okay. You went, you went dead on me. I was, I thought we had another little episode. No, no, I went mute. Okay. So with that being said, it's just like, now you're going to, you don't know how to stop the virus. You can't, you know, you got the mask. You still keep changing the protocols and the guidelines on how it spreads, this, that, that. but you're going to tell me you can have a, a damn vaccine in less than a year ready. So anybody, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into this whole talk, but this country is for profit. So these companies that's racing for these vaccines, they're going to make a huge profit off of this. And for the first time, um, well, I'm not going to say the first time in my lifetime because you have to get vaccinated to go to public school. But there might be a nationwide mandate on getting this vaccine, forcing people to do it. Not just your kids going to school, not just your workplace requiring it, but we're talking about just stepping outside. You know, you have a chance of contracting this virus. 
some people, you know, we just had a scare in the sideline junkies, you know, um, luckily for, 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 you know, them, everything went through smooth. Um, but having, just having the thought of somebody forcing something in your body that, you know, that hasn't really been tested thoroughly. And you know, like I said, on top of that, them not knowing how to stop the spread of it. Like it's, the numbers are growing. Numbers are growing. The deaths are growing right here in Maryland, where we are. The Maryland, D.C. area, Virginia area, whatever you want to call it, the DMV. So it's going to be an interesting next couple of months with the presidency changing. Um, I'm supposed to be traveling in February to get married. So, you know, we're keeping an eye on that. It's just like you got to be careful. You got to take precautions because you, you damn, I, I go to work every day. I'm in close contact with people at my job. So is KG. You, you know, you don't want to bring anything home to your family, but at the same time, you have to live. You have to make a living. And, you know, without trying to be an asshole, you, you want to do things that you want to have some type of normal life. So I'll stop it there. We'll get back to the NFL. KG, unless you want to add something to it, what's our next subject? Well, let's talk game of the week. That's what we're going to talk. Uh not sure which game you fellas would pick as game of the week because it's a couple of good ones. We got uh we got a showdown in the NFC North, the Packers and the Bears tonight. Um, of course, Ravens Steelers. It would have been game of the week automatically because that's one of the best rivalries this at this point in the NFL. Uh, 49ers Rams is going to be a good game. Uh, Patriots Cardinals are going to be a good one. The old mm. bull versus the young bull. Yeah. I think Titans Colts is going to be a that's going to be a sneaky good one. And Chargers uh, Bills is going to be your good one. So I, I got. I think. Oh my bad. Go ahead, go ahead BJ. Yeah, go ahead. I think ahead. for me, the game of the week: uh, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. You know what? I left that off. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I think this is going to be uh, – well, I don't want to call it a pass on the guard because Mahomes, he pretty much snatched the guard. Um, I I think this is going to be the uh, – I don't know, something telling me that Tampa Bay is going to come out on top. Um, Kansas City defense is iffy at best. Uh, so I, I think, you know, of course, Kansas City, their offense is who they are, but um, – I, I think Tampa Bay, uh, they got a lot to prove. You know, a lot to it's prove. Def- a lot to prove. It's definitely a one of their best seasons. Prove. Obviously, you know, with the addition of Brady and Grunk, um, they got to utilize uh, them both. You know, to have a chance to win. I think Brady is going to make some good throws. You know, some, some <clears throat> in the receiving court, they're going to make some good plays. They got the receiving court to beat Kansas City. Uh, so we'll see. I, I'm gonna take uh, Tampa Bay for the upset, man. But that's my game of the week. I, I was teetering between the Titans and the Colts. Um, I, I, I like the Chiefs Buccaneers game, but you know the Buccaneers have been stinking up the joint for the last couple of weeks. The Chiefs are doing what the Chiefs do, so they're going to Tampa Bay to play them. Titans and Colts seven and three. For the division lead, it's a lot on the line there. The Colts are favored by three points. Uh, of course, I'm looking at the Bills and the Chargers game. That's going to be a big game for the Bills because uh, Justin Her- Herbert for the Chargers is the truth. He's the truth. He can put up some points quick. And that Buffalo defense has been shaky at best. I'm hoping that the bye week that they had off gave them enough time to kind of recover get the head straight, and get ready for this second-half push to win this AFC East because it's not going to be easy. And the Chargers, I know they're 3-7. and seven. The Bills are four-and-a-half-point favorites here. And I'm expecting it to be – It's uh, the over-under is 52-and-a-half. I'm expecting it to go over that. I'm expecting it to go over that. It'll be a shootout. 
Josh Allen, um, Stephon Diggs, um, Chargers. I, I, I like this game. Um, it's in Buffalo, so it's that one o'clock game. I'm, I'm going with my boys, but uh, I'm I'm leaning for me. The Titans and the Colts are are the the, the game of the the day. Um, normally, I would say Bears and Packers, but I think the Packers are going to smoke the Bears today. They're going back to uh, Trubisky, so that's that's going to be slow going. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out there and carve their boys up real quick. And then um, tomorrow night you got the the Hawks, Seahawks and the Eagles, and we already talked about the Eagles struggles and them possibly changing quarterbacks. I think if Carson wants get up to a slow start, you might see Jalen Hurts uh, trot into that game. Well, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I think Bears and Packers is going going to be a little bit more hype than what you think. But of course, give me the pack there. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, that Rams 49ers game is going to be a toss up, but I'll take the Rams in that one. Mm-hmm. And don't don't be surprised if the Jets beat the Dolphins today. Because yeah. the Dolphins are struggling after winning, what, five straight? Well, They're struggling. Fitz, is Fitzpatrick starting today? I believe so. They're going to win. Because he, 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 he was hurt, you know. Getting benched for Tua, and now it's his time to shine. We know Fitzpatrick when he comes in off of relief is when he's smoking hot. And I think they, I, I, I give it to him to win today. Um, just real quick, fellas, the the New Orleans Denver game. New Orleans is favored by fifteen and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> that's the I think that's the biggest line I've seen because I'm on Bookie Sports right now. And uh, you know, I'm gonna give y'all my record on Bookie Sports for in a minute. And this is we're not we're not sponsored by Bookie Sports. It's a uh, it's an app where you can do um, Vegas bets for free. You know, like you're putting in a bet slip. It's a good, very good learning tool, and it's fun. So if you ever wanted to know how the Vegas betting structure works, um, you're picking a favorite, the money line, and an over under on points. So I'm picking. Usually I pick all three for each each game unless I'm sh- I'm shading on something because like all right so right now New Orleans is heavy favorite uh, there the the, uh, the the line is fifteen and a half so I'm picking the Broncos on the fifteen and a half I think they'll keep it under that and then the over under on points are only thirty six I think I'm gonna be under that I don't think the Broncos is gonna <sighs> I say nine. They put put up three field goals a day, maybe, unless they got some hey. trick plays in the bag, you know, to, to get to get down the field, get in the end zone. Hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they, you just you just try to be realistic, you know. Um, so I'm picking that on that, but I took a hit in last week on Booker Sports, and, and I just want to put this out here once again because the junkies are ducking me on Booker Sports, and I just want to let that be known that they're ducking <laughs> me, and um, you know. I, I would hope to see them more here sometime, you know, in the near future. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. KG. I hear you talking because I'm 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 um creating my account now as we speak. <laughs> he said that you said that last <laughs> week. <laughs> Things All come right, up. So, All right, so I on Book It Sports, like I said, I, you're picking you're picking um so for each game you pick, you have a chance. If you pick all three, the money line, the favorite, and the over-under, you have a chance to go 3-0 uh, on each game. But you have a chance to go 0-3 also. So my record since I've started this, I believe this is the third week, I'm 53-49 and 49 with a winning percentage of 51.96%. So I'm not quite bringing back um, – not quite breaking even. I believe breaking even is 52 or 53%. I had to double check that, but man, I'm telling you, check it out. It's really fun, and um, you hop on there. You know, we definitely can. Uh, you know, you can follow people. It's just you know, kind of like it's like the social media of betting right now. So, and I, I I'll hold my breath. I, I'm not gonna hold my breath on KG creating his account right now. I'm 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 already in there. So, um, what else we got, uh, fellas? 
Well, uh, apparently, since we're, we're sitting here and we're doing this show, neither one of our phones rang from John Elway last night because I sat by my phone until about 3 a.m. this morning. Hmm. Bags packed. Uh, I said, we ain't even going to be able to fire the Winnebago up because we need to get to Denver tonight. So yeah, I man. sat up and I waited and I thought they were going to send for a jet. And I, I started stretching. I was like, okay. I know I can still – I may not be able to th- still throw the ball 80 yards, but I know I can get it about 75. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, I, I'm proficient at the read option. All right, let's go. And the phone call never came, and I, I'm taking it that you guys' phone calls never came either. So um, this quarterback situation with Denver, and somebody said something about Denver just forfeiting the game. I don't think I've ever heard – of modern day NFL team forfeiting a game. And one thing I do know is is NFL uh history. I don't I don't ever remember it. I don't ever remember a game really being canceled for anything other than lightning. And it wasn't even canceled. It was just they'll stop a game and then they may end the game if it's late. But I don't Forfeiture of a game in the NFL, it's not gonna happen. That's taboo. We we're not forfeiting. There's gonna be a lot of trick plays. Uh Philip Lindsay's gonna get a lot of touches. Uh Melvin Gordon gonna get a lot of touches. Just hope he don't fumble the ball. Oh boy. And then uh, you know, Royce Freeman, he's gonna be out there throwing some passes. He's gonna get a lot of touches. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Madden. You know what I'm saying? Madden live. Basically, but you, <laughs> but you know what's crazy? A lot of well, these guys, a lot of these guys, these receivers played quarterback in college and had to switch positions. You know, so and we talk about that all the time on the show. Some of these, you know, college quarterbacks that come out and never really get a true shot at the NFL, they still got, they still got a little bit of arm. And and I think the dangerous thing is the Saints have no type of footage on this so you don't know what throws this guy can make you know he's a receiver so automatically if he can throw a decent pass he's automatically a dual threat because guess what ladies and gentlemen they can run too and they're not they're not timid runners they are used to getting hit with the ball catching running getting hit with the ball so they know how to take contact and this isn't going to be sliding and you know trying to get out the way this is going to be juking spinning trying to get those extra yards, trying to get that touchdown. So, you know, we say, you know, we, we say the 15 and a half that the, the Saints are favored by, but the Saints got to be careful. I, uh, so the, the Hinton kid, uh, who will likely be the starter, he's like a, I don't like, and I don't like to use the term poor man's because it's kind of, kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of disrespectful to that man, but he's like a, uh, how can I put it? Like a a a, a uh, shopper's fresh version of Cam Newton. Uh, you know he. Um, if you go on YouTube and we'll look up his quarterback uh, highlights, a lot of running. Um, his passing wasn't that accurate. Uh, so it's 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 it's, it's going to be a, a, a arts and crafts project out there today, for real. But you know what? You don't if if you can get RPO RPO going. You can get mm-hmm. uh, Lindsey and, and Ingram going. I mean, Lindsey, what's the other boy name? What's your other running back? Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Gordon. I don't know why I mm-hmm. say Ingram. If they can get going, you can get the RPO going. And if he can throw a decent pass, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because Drew Brees is not on the other side. So they're not going to you know, put up points in a hurry. As long as the defense don't completely break off, if Denver can come out there with some good defense, control the game, you, you know, we're not putting up points in a, in a, in a, in a flash. Control the game. Control the clock. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Denver sneak it out. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. What would it take to get John Elway out of the office, suited back up today? Could that happen? <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't happening. Yeah, that, that ain't happening. Ain't, and speaking of John Elway, if this kid, because Denver's lost all three quarterbacks, right? Everybody knows that. If this kid comes out today 
and moves this offense up and down the field better than these other three quarterbacks. And I'm the, I'm the owner. I'm firing somebody because we had a quarterback on the roster the whole time, and yep. we've been we've been struggling with quarterbacks. And here got this kid coming in and we moving up and down the field, scoring this, that, and other. So, and it's not, and I and I don't want to say this, it's not on this kid to start because remember I always say you have to have the coach. Can you adjust your playbook? Can you implement the plays that's going to put this kid and the offense in situations where they'd be successful? So let's not put it all on who, even if they split and uh, snaps a quarterback. It's not going to be on those two 100%. You still have to have – you have to coach them up. You have to have plays ready to put them in positions so they can be successful. So it's, it's multiple parts of this week. Yeah, it's, it's – um, that that is – BJ, you brought up a, a great point. That is the, uh, the missing uh, part in all of this. What if this kid actually goes out here and, and like, just wows the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like now we got a a, a real a quarterback controversy on our hands. Hey, and you, you know, shouldn't. We, we, yeah. You shouldn't right. at all. Yeah, you shouldn't at all. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's that chance. He comes out here and razzles and dazzles, makes some good throws, and now I'm the GM. I'm looking at – or not the GM. I'm, I'm the owner looking at John Elway. Like we had this – we had him on the, the team the whole time? Like yeah. what's, what's that movie uh, – was it Alec Ball when he said step in my office real quick? The dude fucked up. Uh shoot, I forgot the name of I know the movie you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? If I yep. if I'm the Broncos owner, I'm looking at Elway, Elway after this kid throwing touch. I'm like, hey, come here, real quick. Step in my office real quick. Mm-hmm. And then all they go hear is fighting. We're like, we had him on the team the whole time. Yep, Are you crazy? Like, but you know, hey, we just talking outside of our mouths. It's still they gotta play the game, so we'll see. Yeah, and it's still time for John Elway to activate himself like Roger Dorn did in Major League Two. That that would be interesting, but John ain't stepping out there. Yeah, John ain't stepping out there. Speaking of Elway, you know, I was listening. I was listening to something on Sirius XM, and I had to change the station because they said, "Well, John Elway in his last two seasons, he wasn't that good. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but that was because of their defense and." And uh, Terrell Davis, it wasn't because of John Elway, even though, you know, he had the helicopter run in the Super Bowl, but it, it wasn't because of him that they won the Super Bowl. And I, I, I had to stop. I was driving. I had to pull over and look at the radio and say, who the hell is this idiot on this station not knowing what the fuck they're talking about? John Elway was 35 years old and led his team to back-to-back Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Now the first Super Bowl, no, it, it it was him. It wasn't Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis had migraines that game. Terrell Davis was the decoy. They used John Elway to get that first Super Bowl. The second Super Bowl, they rode Terrell Davis's back. And I'm like, anybody that doesn't know that, you know, please don't speak on it. But never try to tarnish the legacy of one John Elway. It's only one place in this country that he's vilified, and that's in Baltimore. Outside of Baltimore, everybody loves John Elway. So, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, one do. more one more subject before we leave because BJ Junior is mad at me, so I'm gonna have to go in there and talk to him. Nate Robinson got knocked out last night. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I fell here, 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 here. I fell asleep on the, when he not, got knocked out the first time. He it took almost all of that count for him to get back up. Whatever when when Logan uh when Jake Paul hit him, that it was like he wasn't expecting to get hit or something. Like when he went down the first time, I think he got. I don't know who else watched. I don't know if you watched it, Delonte. Didn't he, didn't the referee oh, yeah. get to? To eight or nine before he got up? He got the eight. Yeah, he got the eight. That's what I thought. I was like, uh, Nate, you know you're supposed to get up right now. <laughs> Yo, he had no defense. He no was defense. Yep. I was like, yo, what what is this, man? He had no defense, and then it, he kept I don't know if he felt pressure because, you know, 
I don't know. He he's an athlete. Jake Paul isn't. Um, but he kept rushing, and then the, the the one he got knocked out on, he he basically walked into that. Yeah, he walked but into that joint. Here's the thing, Jake Paul. He's a YouTube star, but he's actually, I guess now he's feeling himself. Now he he knocked out what's the rapper Sticky Fingers, and he you know now Nate Robinson. Now yep. he in his head he thinks he's a legitimate boxer, so he thinks he's going he's going to take this serious. And then and so then. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, Delonte. Go ahead. So he said, I believe his next fight, he wants to fight against an actual boxer. Not a good move because he was just he was throwing haymakers as well, except that his was connected. Right. And that's right. Be, that's merely because of the height advantage. And and that and that's the other thing too. People, I don't think people realize that this is his second fight. So experience is everything. It's his second <clears throat> fight. You know, this is Nate Robinson's first. Right. But Nate, but Nate got slept. Nate probably still don't know where he is. So the only thing missing last night when Nate got knocked out that second time was a a baseball umpire coming in there and sliding be like safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! You gotta you gotta call that right hand sleepy time T because I mean he was out he was unconscious before he hit the dag on Matt. Yeah, he was gone. He was gone. So I think that's unless anybody got any you know, more NFL stuff, so I think that's all we got, fellas. Yeah, that's, that's about it. My well, team to get slaughtered. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you gentlemen a question. I know you know we we plan on being back for a live Tuesday night flight uh this Tuesday. But uh you gentlemen wanna come back tonight and do a post game or you know how y'all want to come back tonight? Yeah, if everything everything lined up, I don't mind coming back tonight and talking some post game because you know we got to talk talk about the Denver Saints game, talk about the Bills Chargers game, and uh, yeah, we can do something like that six seven o'clock something like that. So, all right, we'll put that out there. So, until then. So look at that, y'all. Y'all got everybody up and, and, and standing on their feet, man. <laughs> y'all do an excellent job, excellent job. But until then, we are sideline junkies. We are out of here. Peace.